Well, hello. I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosewa. And, and this, this is Married, married to Hollywood. Hollywood. Where we break down the good, the bad, and the ugly. About being married to each other. And the industry. Hey. What's up? It's been a weird week already. What's yeah. up? Yeah. I mean, I mean that's, we know there's a up. lot. There's a lot going on. Yeah. Um, well, what's up with me, I guess, is um, just... All the stuff that we're dealing with with family, and then also the um, the death of Kobe Bryant, just just it it stings a lot. The entire city, the world, not the city. Well, the world, the world but being in Los Angeles specifically during this time, the city is mourning, yeah. and it's a very odd um, atmosphere to yeah. to be around. You can really feel it, and it's one of those things where you know celebrities and people of fame they. Things happen and they pass yes. all the time. It just really but he's some so of them young. really hit, and he was young, and his daughter was with him, yeah. and those other seven people on board, and the amount of children and families. It just it just hit differently yeah. this time. Uh, the people lost on the helicopter crash were John and Kobe Bryant, Peyton and Sarah Chester, Ara Zabian, John uh, Altabelli, and Christina Moser, as well as. Um, Carrie and Alyssa Albatelli. Yeah, that was the family. Altabelli, sorry. And they have um, yeah, sorry for two other losses. children with that family. So that's just... Yeah. It's it a, hits you in a really gut-wrenching I was at work way. on Sunday when I found out the news, and the uh, people are just crying, openly just weeping, walking into the store. It's just It was a really uncomfortably dark day and Monday and Tuesday and even today. It's just... It's heavy. I was driving around today with Lila and I'm seeing signs for Kobe Bryant uh, and and Gigi all over the city. Yeah. And it's one of the things that um, has felt weird to me about the whole thing is that um, I actually, during Kobe Bryant's career, was quite critical and quite a hater of him while he was playing uh, professional basketball. Um, Why? Well, um, so I, I grew up as such a huge fan of Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. and he basically, um, I don't want to say copied, but he emulated, his game emulated a lot of Michael's game. And so I looked at him a lot as a retread, and uh, I was also just very critical about when he was the best team in the league, or best player in the league, but on not a great team. And it was it was just... There's a lot to be critical of. Um, the sexual assault accusations in Colorado, that I will reiterate, are accusations. Nothing was, uh, nothing was actually, I believe, charged in criminal court. It's just a. There's a lot. He's a complicated human being because he's a human being. He was a father. He was a son. He was a professional athlete who exploded at a very young age. He also did give back a lot. Like I know oh, yeah. people have lots of different facets, but he was. Oh, a, he's a incredibly good one. charitable. He was a good one. Um, but one of the things that's been really beautiful um, from such a tragedy is um, the last three days. Uh, ESPN LA uh, seven ten has uh, the local ESPN radio station AM radio station has been having the airways open for people to tell their stories about Kobe's impact on them and then on their lives. Really? I didn't know that. And, so, and like their fondest memories of Kobe and what Kobe means to them. Um, I listened to a bunch, I've listened to a bunch of them, but uh, something that really struck me is somebody called in and said, you know, Kobe, I think it was his rookie year, he had a playoff game against the Utah Jazz and he 
went like 0 for 4 or, yeah, 0 for 4 or 0 for 5 on um, three-point shots, but he airballed all of them, like horribly. Oh, he yeah. just missed everything. And the guy said, that's my favorite memory of Kobe Bryant because it's one thing if you miss one shot terribly, it takes guts to go out and take a second. But when you miss the second and the third and you just miss everything <laughs> and you still get back in and the next time you're open, you don't kick the ball away. Yeah. You step into it. Like that's the moment to this gentleman who called in. He's like, that's the moment Kobe Bryant lear- learned. As talented as he is, he has to out- outwork everyone. Yeah, that's true. So uh, while we are, um, we, while we mourn all the people lost, uh, Kobe being the the pop icon, pop culture icon of the people who were lost in the helicopter, I just want to go through some quotes of his and just some things that he's been really inspiring me for the last few days. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah. So if, I don't. Do you want to talk a little bit about how he's impact or the losses? Made you reflect, or well, just I'm not I'm not a big sports mm-hmm. person. I never have been, but Kobe is just synonymous with the sport and his image. And I mean, and the NBA is talking about changing the logo to yeah, be seven hundred thousand people signed, a which petition. is amazing. But you can't have the actual face of someone there. So what they're thinking they're they're going to do a silhouette. Whoa. Of, you know, right. But someone was showing like, oh, but they would want to do it like this because they can't show Kobe's face. But changing it so that it is Kobe just as an honor, which I thought was Well, currently the silhouette is Jerry West, who uh, I believe was instrumental in drafting Kobe. And also... Oh, really? uh, He was a Laker. um, And he is an icon. And a lot of... He was one of Kobe's, like, confidants when he was still working with the Lakers. But... Here are some interesting quotes that I think are very indicative of him as a human being. Winning takes precedence overall. There's no gray area, no almosts. And I I just love that quote because I'm so competitive. You are incredibly competitive. And, and it also, like, it's it summarizes his attitude about everything. It's that the Mamba mentality, as he's his nickname is the Black Mamba. Yeah. Um is that you, you can't you can't do anything other than win if you're doing something with your full effort. Yes, you can fail, but that's the goal is to win. You can't accept defeat. Defeat happens. Um, speaking of which, uh, another quote is once you know what failure feels like, determination chases success. Mm, that's a good one. Uh, a lot of leaders fail because they don't have the bravery to touch that nerve or strike that chord. So it's him kind of explaining why he was some kind, uh, sometimes not the nicest teammate <laughs> to work with. That the moment you give up is the moment you let someone else win. Mm-hmm. If you're afraid to fail, then you're probably going to fail. That's I've, that that one that, I know. That quote has been all over the place. Yeah, we all have self doubt. You don't deny it, but you also don't capitulate to it. You embrace it. And I think that's a really good quote for artists, uh, people of all stripes, because it, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, we all have these voices in the back of our heads that say, you're not good enough. You're not going to win. If you do win, what are you going to do then? Are you going to be able right. to keep on the winning? Doubt, the, like yeah. all of the voices. The fear that comes in. Yeah, just keep on circulating in your head. 
And I just, I've learned, I think, since his retirement is that he was so much more than the basketball player that I rooted against. And he was so much yeah. more than um, a Laker. He just, he was a dad. He, I'm, I'm still in shock of it because he was, he's only yeah. eight years older than me. Yeah, right. He was 41. And, um, and everything he's achieved in his life, I mean, it's tenfold than what a lot of people do, but he was just at the prime of his life, who he was going to become. And he took helicopter flights like All the three time. or four times a All day. All the time. It was one of those freak, and the pilot, it was a seasoned pilot. It was yeah. one of those freak things. Yes, the weather conditions were bad. Yes, you can go into the whole what ifs, but it was a freak, tragic accident. And it just reminds you, and it's something you know, and everyone knows, but you tend to forget it in the day-to-day things of life. Tomorrow is not promised to anyone. Life is short. It can be cut without warning. And it's just, it's very easy to forget how lucky and grateful people should be or who, you know, how they, they are in their hearts. When something like this happens, it makes you face it again. Mm-hmm. And reevaluate things. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's just been an odd, a very odd few days. Absolutely. It's been crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. Kobe Bryant, um, 41 years old. And that's just uh, everyone who's who passed from that. I mean, Gigi was 13. I mean, I was... Ever, everyone else. When when it flashed on my phone that, that he had died, I just kind of went, what? Took a screenshot of it and sent it to Jason and then kept going back to to taking care of Lila. I was in the middle, I think, of giving her a snack or something. And then as it went, I would, it was shocking, but I was just kind of like, huh? And then when it was reported that his daughter went, that's when I was like, yeah. holy cow, what is going on? And it just, it, it leaves a, a, a heavy brick on your chest and a pit in your stomach. And it's, you know, we didn't know them personally, but you're affected by a tragedy yeah, like this. True. And it seeps into your own home. I have coworkers that were friends of family. You do? Yeah. Oy. It's just it's so surreal. He touched so many people. He was such a an aspirational figure in Los Angeles. And he's a his legacy will be um a role model, I think, for many people. Another interesting thing that I heard or read as well is that um you know, there's this notion that we're all so divided in this country and all over the world. But for a brief moment, when Kobe passed, everyone, regardless of race. Yeah, we're united in a... Yeah, class, political stripe, mournful. religion, everyone took a moment. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things... It hit everyone. You realize as many things that divide us and make us separate and different, much more unites us. Yeah. Much more... We have much more common ground with each other than we let on. And uh, I think, you know, I think moments of tragedy for reminding us that we are all human, regardless of what might be going on politically in the country right now or around the world. We're all human. We all need empathy. We all need to know that we're loved and supported. And we all need to find purpose. And, yeah, Kobe had a lot of purpose. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Ugh, it's tragic. Is really the only word yeah. I can think of for it. How are you otherwise? Um, really motivated, determined. Really, I'm really like twenty twenty is the year. 
no reason why it can't be. It has to be 2020's year. So I think every week and every day I'm trying to do something actively, proactively to really push myself, even if it's just little things about, you know, reaching out to people that I haven't spoken to a while or utilizing connections that I already have to meet new people. I just got to grow, got to grind, got to, I can be like, yeah, tomorrow's not promised. So I got to make the most of what time I have. What about you? Yeah. Um, I'm good. I It's the kind of thing where things suddenly piled on and it's stressful, but it's good stress. But because of how off I've been feeling, it's hitting me as not good stress, but it is good stress. Talk to me about it. So I uh, uh, have an audition tomorrow that came in last minute at 2.30 mm-hmm. for um, a great stage reading that I, I had submitted for. And... When my this goes live, it'll be today at 2.30. It'll be today at 2.30 when this goes live. And my agent reached out because they had connected, they had contacted her and they're like, we want to see you tomorrow. So tonight suddenly I have to brush up my Yiddish and learn these lines and do this thing, which is great. That's what you want to do. But then there's a finite window because of teaching and then getting Lila down and the whole thing. And then uh, now I have to rearrange some of my students tomorrow, which again, this is why we're here. It's what we're doing. It's just then adding in, well, when you know you have a sitter for when Lila's when I'm teaching for Lila and then it goes over that or you have to reschedule someone, it's, it's good problems, but it does add some stress. And then I have a callback on Sunday, which is great. Um, and luckily your, your parents will be here. Yeah. And I was saying, yeah, we'll I'll have to off. take multiple cars to the aquarium of Pacific. You'll take two cars, two or three, <laughs> two, and I'll have to go straight to the callback. Mm-hmm. And then you and your parents and Lila will come back here and I said to him today, I went, don't worry. I don't know how long the call buck will be. It did say today, prepare for three, you know, two to three hours because they're going to be pairing us up with the, the trio. <laughs> that when I'm back, it's Super Bowl Sunday. I totally I understand. Like, do they Hand know it's Super Bowl Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Theater nerds not up in their pop culture. That's, you know, it's fine. But I, I did say when, when, uh, when I get back, <laughs> I will take over <laughs> for well, Lila. Because I, I feel like so you can watch. the Super Bowl is much more than just like a sport jock thing. It's an actual like American it's cultural an event. event. I am excited for the halftime show. It's I the, think I think Jennifer Lopez and Shakira together are going to be a pretty good I a pretty good the show. Super Bowl is the Super Bowl is the as far as positive things are is like the most uniting thing in the country, and I think even more yeah. people will watch it than have in previous years because they're not not watching it because of the Patriots. Oh, that's really funny. You, th- yeah. you think so? No, oh, there's actually a bunch of studies. Like, that are people happy the Patriots aren't? Yeah, but not, not <laughs> just not just that. But like, when there's a lot of repetition in the um, finals of any sport, people get disinterested. Like that's true, and college, it has been a very college similar... football uh, with Alabama's yeah. success for the last decade. The Patriots have um, been really good for 20 years, and so people <laughs> have, um, people like will tune into root against them. But if they're doing well, they get disinterested. Uh, NBA Finals with uh, the back and forth between um, Golden State and Cleveland, and like all like all the stuff with LeBron in the finals for the like uh, the previous what nine years, other than last year. Um, it's it's interesting that people get like fatigue, like success fatigue, and so they're like, yeah, we'll watch it. Fatigue. I'll do something else. Yeah. I'll watch the Puppy Bowl. Who are you? the Puppy Bowl? Who are you rooting for? Well, I being from Kansas, even though the Chiefs play in Missouri and the entirety of my life living in Kansas, they were god awful. <laughs> Other than Priest Holmes and Trent Green having an occasionally good season and Tony Gonzalez being one of the 
generationally good tight ends. We can go into a whole sports podcast. <laughs> um, I we'll just turn into Stephen A. And you know, yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> um, but I, I have to pull for the Chiefs. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo, actually, like he's the quarterback for the 49ers. I like his story a little bit. I like some of the players in the 49ers. I have always liked the 49ers. But honestly, I'm just like. The Chiefs haven't won a Super Bowl in 50 years, or haven't been to the Super Bowl in 50 so years. So you're really rooting for I the underdog? So. They're, they are not the underdog. The 49ers are the underdog. Really? Yeah. But the, the Chiefs, I'm a big fan of Patrick Mahomes. Um, Andy Reid, who's the coach, has always choked in big situations. So I'd like him to kind of redeem some of his legacy. You know, it's, there's a lot um going on there. Uh, I think LaShawn McCoy is currently a Kansas City Chief. I don't know how I would feel about him winning a Super Bowl after being as weird and um tumultuous player as he's been in the in the league for the last what almost not eight, nine years. But anyway, I digress. Who are you rooting for? Are you rooting <laughs> for the Niners? I mean I I'm kind of rooting for whoever you root for, but you don't have to do I, that. You well again, because with sport with sports I'm not I, it's not I grew up, yes, rooting for the Redskins because I'm Washington, D.C. There was the family's tie with the Jets for a long time. So then I was like, oh, Jets. But the 49ers we also had a tie with. So it was like 49ers. But I don't really have a <laughs> a tie to any particular team. But I have always liked the 49ers. But I have no sports stats or names or anything to to back that. <laughs> um, so I will I will vote for whoever you, you want. Tweet of the week with regards to the Super Bowl. Um, Joe Montana, before he retired, uh, played for the Kansas City Chiefs. And so he tweeted a photo of himself in both uniforms saying, Aww. I bet my team's going to win this Sunday. And oh, it was like, that's funny. Smart man, Joe. That's funny. S- smart man. That is very funny. Um, actually, I think he, no, he got the Chiefs to the AFC Championship or like somewhere in the playoffs when he played with them, but he didn't get them to the Super Bowl. It is interesting going back to what you said a minute ago. The Super Bowl has become, it's not so much the sport. At all. No, people it's, actually tune in for the halftime show and the commercials. It's the commercials and the halftime show. Think, I mean, think about it like... And the last, the fourth quarter. I'm all about the fourth quarter when it comes to the Super Bowl because I want to see what's going on. But well, it's it's just, it's, it's also, not a... It takes a different shape this year too because apparently both, and the, not to get political, but yeah. Mike Bloomberg and Donald Trump's campaigns have both said they're going to buy a full minute ad during the Super Bowl. Oh, God. $10 million. Really? That's each of them spending $10 million. It's crazy. Yes, I just threw up on the microphone. Either way, uh, regardless, of your, regardless of your politics, you know it's an election year when the president yeah. is spending ten, $10 million, million dollars of his re-election committee's money on Sheesh. on a campaign ad for it to air during the Super Bowl. Yeah, but I, I do think the most exciting thing that I'm looking forward to is the halftime show. <laughs> but I feel like that's just the way it's been yeah. in the past and, and recent. But I think this year it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. It's be a there's a um, there's a uh, we should next week. We should think talk about the ads. We think one. There's a Sam Elliott ad of him, basically just doing um, what's that Old Town Road. It's him just doing <laughs> the yeah. lyrics to Old Town Road, which makes me so happy. That's really funny. Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott's pretty great. Uh, Sam Elliott's pretty great. Yeah. Have we caught up anymore on movies? We haven't. We've been bad. The Oscars are coming up, and we haven't really no. seen much of anything, have we? No. But we're seeing something tomorrow. We just don't know what. Yeah, we don't know what yet. Because we're going on a real date, guys. We're on a real date. We're going on an actual real date, not just like grocery store date, <laughs> but a real date tomorrow night. Yeah. Yeah. 
At the Palisades Village, which Palisades will be really Village, fun. You'll enjoy the Bay Theater, which is kind of set up like screening rooms, and you can also get food in the theater. So is that how you do the food, or is this thing part of we go to a restaurant and then that? <laughs> Interesting time to catch up about this, <laughs> these details. <laughs> I'm curious. Um, we can go to a restaurant. There's okay. a prefix menu for the thing that we've Aww. won, and then there's also a, um, you can just use that as a, like a gift card or like store credit against uh, purchases at the movie. Theater. Interesting. We'll take a look later. We should. We shall decide off air. No, we'll decide <laughs> off air. I just. I get. I'm excited about the idea of of a date. But uh, I think the most important thing we haven't said yet today is. I know it'll air tomorrow, but today is Amanda Carozza's birthday. Um, <laughs> the and most we love important you. thing. Yeah, Happy and we just birthday. love you so much. And we did go out for a little bit. Thank you, Robin Michaela, for <laughs> allowing Stepping us to up. be able to do that. Our poor sitter got sick and no one else was available. Um, and we just stopped by her party and it was nice to... Be adults. Be adults, yes. But, you know, sometimes you have to be adults and make in a, a social obligation or appearance when you don't want to. No, and then there are other times where you're adults, but you're with people you, you love and really want to see. Yeah. And so it was really nice was to nice be to able to go out for a little bit and be with... Be with some people we really love yeah. for a little bit. Yeah, it was delightful. And going to a bar on a Tuesday is the way to do it. It's, it's, really it's mellow. much more quiet. <laughs> yeah. It's chill. The food is yummy, but you're not like shouting over anything. It was really nice. And I did text <laughs> Ellie this morning because Ellie used to work at, used the, to den. Work at the den. Um, very proud of her, too, because she's about to become uh, an RN. Uh, yeah, an emergency room. Yeah, nurse, which I'm just, I'm so excited for her about. So I did message her being like, thought of you last night. And it's just crazy to think where we've come in life of like where her path and gone, yeah. Amanda's path and, and our path and just where things are going as you continue to get older in life yeah. uh, and in career. It's, it's a real wild, wild thing. Any new developments for you on any of your music or um, not particularly I'm, shooting aspirations I'm for this year? working on a couple instrumental tracks that I hope to figure out how to shoot and do all that soon. Had a very discouraging moment with a possible wardrobe for a music video. I got mad. Yeah, I was holding through the phone and Jason goes, what's that? I went, nothing. <laughs> oh, my God. You were like, I've what? I've been I was so like, curious nothing. about this for nothing. days. So I had ordered this thing <laughs> it was just back in, the back in December. Of my mind. Wow, okay. Um, because, there, you know, some of these just discounts... just arrived? Yes. And, oh, not, okay. and the whole shipment hasn't even arrived yet. Some of these discount sites, it's actually really great We're quality. We're not made of money, people. And it's it's not it's it's hit or miss, and sometimes you really don't know till it arrives. And there were a couple possibilities I wanted for two looks in a video I will be doing soon. And two of the options came, and they were got off garbage. Like I mean, <laughs> trash, horrible. <laughs> and I was so sad. And part of the return policy for it is you have to show pictures as to why it doesn't work. <laughs> And that's the pictures you saw when I was scrolling through. If you through. could see my face. <laughs> that seems so like, objectifying. I was just like, oh my gosh, this is so yeah, sad. I just picture somebody in their like design department being like, oh, it really didn't fit. Like, it really no, didn't? Let me really see. No, really, fit. it really didn't fit. Um, and one of them had an odd smell. That's like, never good. A really like weird chemically? chemical, like nah. gross smell. And I was like, oh, yeah. no. Sometimes it's the dyes and packaging. Like they'll, yeah. they, 
when they finish the when they do the finish on things, sometimes they package them up too quickly, and so they don't air it out. That must have been so what they, it was. They seal it in. like stuck to itself when I was trying to yeah, unfold it. That's fun. And then had like a horrible smell. So I was showing Jason Day in review the other day, like I do when he gets home, and there were a couple of these pictures. He goes, "What's that?" And I was like, "I don't want to talk about it." <laughs> I was like, Nothing. I was so upset. That was days ago. <laughs> it was like yeah, three or four days ago. Um, so you know that. So I am working on a couple things, um, but. Not as quickly as I would like, but again, <laughs> there just aren't enough hours in the day or time to oh. do things. But then you see things like um, quotes of Lin Manuel. So who said it? Lin Manuel Miranda has twenty four hours in a day, just like you. And like I don't remember where I saw that, but that was like a year ago. And I went, "You rock, man." Um, or Allie, hi Allie. Uh, she has a two month old, and she just performed at the Grammys as a backup singer to Billie Eilish. And I did text her, and I said. Um, you just performed at the Grammys with a two-month-old, and then in all caps, I went, woman, I am in awe of you. <laughs> like, that's just so amazing. So it does make you go, all right, what are the little hours that I'm missing or things where I go, no, I just need to sit for a second when I shouldn't sit, yet I have every right to sit because I'm a mother and I'm exhausted. So I was trying to figure out yeah. that, um, that balance, but I do want to, to get a few of the music projects going on the faster side. And it will be take two on wardrobe. <laughs> to bring the moment back to something, um, there's a really, they've, they've been replaying all of the like Kobe interviews that he did throughout his career with different players and like just like reflecting on his career. And when uh, Trace McGrady who's a contemporary of Kobe's, they were playing together. And, like, they were rivals. They were only, like, a year apart in the league. Um, they were doing an interview about when they were young. And Tracy goes up to Kobe. He's like, hey, what are you up to? And he's like, yeah, you know, it's the off season. I'm probably just going to, you know, they were, like, at a hotel room, uh, at a hotel somewhere for an event. And Co- and he was like, oh, I'm actually, Tracy was like, actually, I'm going to go to the gym. And Kobe's like, why are you going to go to the gym? It's the off season. So at 2 in the morning, Tracy makes his way down to the gym. Or no, 11 o'clock at night, he makes his way down to the gym, and Kobe's got, like, a sweat, like he's already been there for an hour. <laughs> and and T-Mac, reflecting on it, was just like, what was that? He's like, you couldn't tell sarcasm? <laughs> and, and, it, and it's just, it's one of those things, like, Kobe, I think, epitomized the notion of, yes, we're all talented, but the person who wins is the person who's willing to do whatever it takes whatever to outwork it takes. the other person. Yep. Whether it's out game plan, whether it's outwork in the moment, whether it's taking a fall, like in NBA terms, like taking a charge or something like that. But in this career, you know, taking a risk and understanding that sometimes when you take a risk, you will fail. Your goal is to win. And Absolutely. the only thing that is guaranteed is the amount of effort you're putting in. It's true. The result is not guaranteed. Uh, not guaranteed at all. And I am very excited that I get to have two in-person auditions in the next five days yeah. because there's a big difference between on tape, which is where this industry is going, yes. and in the room. And I so yeah, prefer in the room. We were talking with a friend last night who said he has three auditions today, two but they commercials were all on and one theatrical on their whole tape. It was like, tape... Tape commercial. commercial. It's, it's even going commercial. Oh my goodness! And, and you know, I understand from casting side and producer side, it's easier just to flip through and after five seconds move on to the next if it's not what they're looking for and send it to producers and it's done. But from the talent's point of view, there's such an important aspect of going in the room and meeting people Can I play and having devil's that advocate energy. To that? Yeah. Um, and I was hearing this the other night. Um, we were talking about this in class, and they were they said, "Well, there is the devil, the other side of it, which is." this that 
well, what if I don't have time to go to the audition because of work? No. Because I have to survive. I have to have a day job. What if I don't have time yeah. to go to the audition because of our daughter yeah. or this, that, or the other? And it you're has like, some positives. And you're like, oh, that's actually a good point. If you don't like the first take, you get to take another one to make yeah. it better. Like, there are yeah. positives. But I'm just old school, and I so prefer going in the room. I, I always have. I very much feel with you on that. I yeah. am of... I'm one of those people that I, I don't want to be a late adopter of things, whether it be te- technology or um, opinions about things that are actually best. But uh, this is one of those things that I think I'm coming around on the notion that self-tapes are the way of the future because overall it absolutely self-tapes is. are what's best for everybody it's involved because yeah. it's more convenient. It is more convenient. And it's cheaper. <laughs> At least... Self-tapes is usually round one. If you're going to callbacks, producers, chemistry reads, that is all typically still in person. Yeah. Every now and then it's still not. But at least network tests and that last, those last steps the are still in the person. The only things that can make self-tapes more expensive is if you're self-taping for local hire out of town and um, the callback is in person in that town. <laughs> Which, <happens. laughs> Which has happened. Yes, that has definitely yeah. happened. Um, yeah, no, it's true. Going with the times as it grows, it's important, but it's very hard to change that when you're an old soul, old school yeah. thing. Well, and certain things hop on board with for sure, but well, we also come it to, is hard. We also come to film and television from theater. Which we do. Could you, could you imagine a we do. theater audition via tape? They happen. It, I've done it. I know. I've done it multiple times. I know. It's, it's very strange to do a musical theater or theater audition <laughs> taped. But it, you know, it happens. It happens. But uh, yeah, that being said though, we should make some food <laughs> while Lila is <laughs> napping. And I need to learn lines and brush up on my Yiddish and make sure this accent is good for tomorrow and uh, start prepping for this callback on Sunday, which is good. I actually have some things I have to do. Like, for real. It's nice. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you all for tuning in. Like you said, babe. I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosewall. And And this this has has been Married to Hollywood. Hollywood. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye.